Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast Crazy to Change the World. Whether you're dealing with a romantic partner, family, friends or co-workers, maintaining healthy boundaries can help you strengthen relationships, avoid unhealthy connections and improve your self-esteem and overall well-being. You might hear the word boundaries and imagine walls that separate you from other people. In a sense that's true, but boundaries aren't necessarily a bad thing. In fact, they are an important ingredient in healthy, balanced relationships and also they're a crucial part of maintaining your identity, mental health and physical well-being. Today, we have a counseling psychologist who has worked in diverse settings like schools, cancer hospitals, NGOs, government institutions and has been providing counseling services for over an year now. In her practice, she has worked with children from 5 years to adults in the late 70s. She has her experience in dealing with a number of areas of concern, specifically with self-esteem and body image concerns, relationship issues, grief, health concerns, trauma and crisis. Let's welcome Ms. Sanya Agarwal. Hi Sanya, welcome to the podcast with MHP. How are you doing today? Hi Akriti, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. So today we have a podcast for boundary setting and relationships. As we know boundaries are of two types that are internal and external. So let's start with the basics. How should one begin with setting boundaries and why is internal boundary setting so essential to achieve? Uh-huh. Right. So before we talk about the kinds of boundaries, it's important for us to understand what are boundaries essentially. So boundaries as the deep suggests is a line that differentiates us from our the surroundings could include probably people situations concerns around you so it could also be understood as a healthy detachment or a mindful choice of where and how you want to invest your time your emotions your energy etc so we'll be using certain examples further to understand this better Then you asked me about the types of boundaries. So, like I mentioned, there are two classifications: internal and external boundaries. So, internal and external boundaries is one set of classification. Then there's open, close, and enmeshed boundaries. So, these are the two kinds of classifications. So, when we talk about internal and external boundaries, they can be understood in two contexts. First, internal boundaries mean the boundaries that an individual creates with themselves and external boundaries means that the boundaries that one creates in between ourselves and others so internal boundaries are within ourselves and external boundaries are more interpersonal in nature so for example if i've gone through a rough phase in my life i would say i would only allow myself to be hurt for maybe exercise days after that i would like to move forward and sort of regulate my emotions better so uh, for example if you fight like a breakup or a fight you tell yourself that i know i'm feeling hurt i'm aware of these emotions however i will not cry or i would not let my work get affected after exercise number of days it can also look like uh, i wouldn't go maybe overboard during arguments or the point where i le- realize my tone is getting higher or i am getting affected 
up to a certain point, I will withdraw myself from the situations. This can be as simple as like I'll only watch like YouTube or uh, Reels for half an hour. Or so, so these boundaries are more personal or something that we create within ourselves. The second one is external boundaries. So, um. Like I mentioned earlier, these boundaries are more interpersonal in nature. So this could look like I wouldn't be okay or I would want my partner to um, take consent before any sexual activity. And we would decide up to what level we'll engage in a certain sexual activity or we get physically involved. Or it could also look like we won't curse during arguments. Or if I have, if I had a bad day at work or if I have, if my partner had a bad day to work, we wouldn't allow those feelings to be transferred to each other. Or I would have control over my time. I would decide where to allocate my time. And the, so boundaries which are more interpersonal in nature are external boundaries. Like I mentioned, there are two classifications or two contexts in which, in which we can understand internal and external boundaries. So the second perspective to understand this is that internal boundaries are those which are there within your close family or members or within your close network. And externals are the one that is there in between your close circle and the distant family. So when we talk about the second context of internal and external boundaries, it's like if you have a close group, so the boundaries that you have within yourselves, maybe like in between parent child or in between siblings or in between husband and wife, right? And then when we talk about external boundaries, boundaries that you would have with your distant relatives. So with people uh, probably who play a role in your life but aren't as close. So um, apart from the classification that I've talked about, there are other classifications as well, like sexual boundaries, temporal boundaries, emotional boundaries, physical boundaries. So you can learn more about them from my Instagram. You can find me from the name Sanya Says or Facebook or YouTube. I've created like detailed videos on each of these topics. Now you ask me that uh, why are these boundaries important? Right. So we've talked about like a couple of them already, right? That how are they important for us and how would they help us to sort of get a sense of who we truly are. So it provides a scope for self-awareness, understanding ourselves and others. It also helps us to be safe, confident and embrace our own uniqueness and individuality irrespective of the place that we belong to irrespective of the family that we belong to or a profession. Also, boundaries help us get the best of ourselves as well as others. So while I was explaining the classification, I said that there are there are open, closed and enmeshed boundaries as well. So while we discuss these three um, categories of boundaries formation, we also understand how they are important to us. So imagine there are like two countries. There's country A and country B. And... If both of these countries have healthy boundaries, which is clear and open boundaries, there would be a regulated way to sort of exchange the resources. 
For example, country A is giving country B probably petrol. Then country B provides country A skilled labor. So when these boundaries are clear and open, there's easy flow of resources, easy flow of information, which turns to be fruitful for both of the parties involved. Right. Now imagine if these boundaries are very closed and rigid. So none of those countries would have been able to work at their full potential because there's no exchange of resources, no gaining of new perspectives, no exchange, no support. Right. So which is why they, in these cases, when there are very rigid and closed boundaries, um, this sort of acts as a limitation for people or for a, from our example, for countries. Further, if the boundaries are eminished or unclear boundaries, that's where it leads to conflicts. So imagine there are two countries who do not have any clear boundaries. People are coming in going out without any regulation. They're interfering in each other's decision without any regulation. So what would this lead to? This would lead to confusions and conflicts. Which is why it's always uh, preferable that people have boundaries which are clear and open. So I hope that answered your question. It did, it did. And uh, I see you've mentioned healthy and unhealthy boundaries. And there's a question that came to my mind that if I bring the conversation to current problems in the upcoming generations or the current generations, uh, people are casually saying the phrase that I am offended by this, you have crossed, uh, crossed the boundary. So they say it without knowing the difference between healthy and unhealthy boundaries. Could you please elaborate on that phrase and... What is that major difference or the exact difference between the two boundaries with possibly an example? Right. All right. So like I mentioned earlier that unhealthy boundaries are primarily eminished and closed boundaries. And individuals might get offended and have a variety of other feelings because often in relationships, what happens is people tend to always like, push boundaries so not only would they feel offended but there would be a lot of other like emotions a lot of other feelings and a lot of like um unsettlement and in that spe uh, specific uh, relationship probably so at these times it's it's crucial that one sticks to their boundaries so to give an example so imagine there's a couple and both of them have a love and hate kind of a relationship. So they want to share everything, each detail with each other. And then they also feel frustrated with each other and their personality and how they respond to people and situations. So it's like they've shared everything and then be frustrated with uh, how they've responded or how the other person has responded and things like that. So now this essentially sort of boils down to the concept of boundaries. So they clearly have like eminished boundaries because there's no regulation of what information to share, how to respond to it, how to understand it. And there's like a regulated exchange of emotions. Uh, now I want you to think of a couple 
who does not share anything who doesn't talk about how they feel how was their day and they don't talk about how they want to carry forward their relationship probably about the future family planning etc so this is an example of close boundaries now you think of both of these relationships guy couple and couple b both of these uh, couples have formed unhealthy boundaries like i mentioned couple a had a lot of like unhealthy flow of information that emnished boundaries and couple b that like very rigid and close boundaries so i hope this example helps us to understand what are unhealthy boundaries and how they think present in our day to day lives and situations yes yes uh so how can we really have a healthy discussion with our partners because sometimes we don't want to fight or hurt them but we also want to be hurt. we want to communicate what is hurting us without hurting them hello right so firstly we need to understand that not all boundaries can be discussed and talked about they need to be formed so think of the first couple they were already talking a lot about their life feelings sharing everything in this case it would be better if they start implying boundaries rather than talking about it in the second case however you see that they need more verbal communication so before we move into discussing how they can set boundaries there's a very important schema over here that before uh, i share the ways to create boundaries it's important to understand that whatever we're sharing today over here in no way is a replacement to therapy or even close to what happens in therapy this is just for the awareness and knowledge of the audience so please free uh free to reach out to me at sanya says or sanya garwal we need an instagram facebook if you need to book a session with me to discuss this or uh, reach out to a trusted counselor that you have on trading because boundaries form a very very crucial part of our life and even though we'll be discussing some things uh, today um boundaries are very subjective and they need to be formed with a lot of um perspective with a lot of intention right so now we'll move on to some ways that one can form boundaries so the first thing is that we need to reflect and understand what boundaries to be want to create so ask yourself questions like what makes me feel uncomfortable or what can i do to represent my individuality or what causes harm to my sanity how can i make myself feel valued what can make me feel safe so ask yourself ask yourself these questions so that you have this awareness and this knowledge of what boundaries are to be created in the first place okay so once you have that awareness the second step would be identify who are the people or the situations around you who are intentionally or unintentionally violating your boundaries so it could be your partner your parents suggesting you probably say not to spend time on your hobbies like they don't value probably writing or they don't value poetry in worse case scenarios they don't respect your profession 
or they say things like it's a waste of time or they mock it so these could be some situations or some people who are violating your boundaries uh it could also be very small things probably so when you go out for a party or when you are at your workplace people are sort of we should know uh, they is they sort of i wouldn't say force you but they strongly strongly recommend you to smoke drink etc so in those cases it's important to identify what people or what situations are violating your boundaries the the next step is to identify a way to establish the required boundaries through various things maybe through your actions your habits your routine communication affirmations etc uh for example your actions could represent that you don't want to hold hands in public you're not comfortable unnecessarily you know showing public display of affection or maybe you can also communicate this through words and clearly say that i understand that you want to hold hands in public and it's oh it's your way of expressing love but it makes me feel uncomfortable right or um uh, if this is a scenario otherwise if you want your partner to hold your hand in public so you can tell them that as well that you know i really appreciate if we when we were out as you could probably hold hands with me or as we could walk together right and this could also look like for example you're not comfortable sharing your location or your password or your uh personal information maybe your card details with your partner uh then you can sort of also form a routine so uh you can set a routine uh for example if you're not comfortable always using your phone and texting the or uh, texting the family or your partner so maybe that's how slowly you can start forming a routine that does not include a lot of texting or a lot of calling probably then affirmations can also help you set a healthy separation and a distinction in between your feelings and the feelings of your loved ones so you can uh, practice affirmations like uh, you can tell yourself that i am only responsible for my feelings you can also tell yourself with belief that i am in control of my feelings so these are a couple of ways and sort of steps that get so help you to form boundaries so as a counselor what are some myths you have faced about boundary setting okay oh there's a there's a lot of myths that um often keep coming from my clients from people i interact with and i also uh do a lot of sessions in schools and uh, you know ngos so that's where i hear a lot of these myths that sort of um are like it's also varies from their perspective because these concepts are relatively new but then it's great that we have this opportunity to a sort of work on them so the first myth is that boundaries are limitations so it's crucial for us to understand that boundaries aren't limitations uh very closed and rigid unhealthy boundaries can work as restrictions 
but healthy boundaries always help us regulate our resources be confident and maximize our capability then the second one i hear often is that boundaries are selfish and it sort of it's 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 very bad to create boundaries because you're very selfish so and at that point it sort of becomes crucial to understand that boundaries aren't self boundaries don't only work for the individuals creating them boundaries equally work for the people around the person who's creating it for example if there's a child uh in a family right and the child is creating healthy boundaries around himself for self or themselves so not only would it help the child or the maybe that individual it would also help the whole system around them so for example because of the child there's a lot of arguments in between the parents that would reduce if the child forms those boundaries similarly the sibling would also see and sibling would also uh sort of start understanding uh, how boundaries are formed etc so it doesn't only help the people who uh, the individual who's doing it but also the people around it especially in couples uh both the parties are equally um sort of uh both of them e- get equal benefits of boundaries then the one that i hear a lot is that one set of boundaries work for all so boundaries isn't like one fit for all kind of a thing like everything else there are some boundaries that are really personal and subjective whereas some of them are universal so like uh it is a subjective choice to decide how much time you would like to spend by yourself with your family with your partner with your children etc however it is a universal fact and a universal boundary that consent is required for sexual activity right so boundaries aren't one should for all there are certain boundaries that are tricky to decide that are subjective which is why it's always advisable that you reach out to a counselor and then uh um some of them are universal right so uh the next boundary is that some relationships do not have boundaries so this is one of the things that i hear most commonly especially in settings where there's a lot of like amnished find of boundaries people are like very closely maybe unhealthy attached to each other so every relationship has a boundary even if it is a mother and a child they also have a boundary because at some point if the mother keeps just caring for the child over caring for the child the mother will get exhausted if she doesn't take care of her own self right so also if a mother sort of keeps pampering the child very closely being attached to the child very very strongly there's no boundaries so later when the child has to move out for further studies or create a family there would be a lot of trouble confusions emotional conflicts so each relationship has a boundary so yeah those were some of the most common um myths that i come across So this brings me to my last question for you. 
a lot of mm-hmm. people focus on setting boundaries for a thriving relationship but we all miss out on setting boundaries while breaking up with someone how can we deal with that do you have any suggestions for us um it can be tricky to identify what boundaries should be established during a breakup um it can be hard to say because it it sort of depends upon what tangent is the breakup happening at right and which is why it's always recommended to reach out to a counselor at this uh, phase because usually when people are thriving for relationships or beginning relationships that usually beginning it on a very good note right it's always pleasant nice but when relationships end it's hard to identify at what point are they ending the relationship so um if someone who's listening to the podcast today and is going through a breakup i would always and always recommend that reach out to a counselor however there are a couple of things that i can share today um that you can keep in mind when you are or maybe preparing for a breakup have had a breakup or you're somewhere in that phase right so one of the important things is to um have access or have awareness of your pictures graphic body content that lies with the other party so if you're comfortable with have with then having pictures of you both together or your pictures etc that's all right but if you're not comfortable with them it's it sort of becomes crucial that this this communication and those uh those uh, pictures or those audio audios probably all those content is removed or taken care of um then the second thing is that there are possessions possession is also a former important part of our relationship because a lot of people attach meaning to things right so it's important for you to reflect that would you like to take back something that you gave or you want to keep something that was given to you or vice versa then social media forming a very very important part of a life these days it's crucial for both of you to decide that um are you okay with them probably posting pictures of you in the future or tagging you or are you okay being friends or are you okay with having the pictures that are already there so there needs to be uh this discussion but again it depends upon which phase are you in your breakup and at what tangent are you uh safety always comes first uh so everyone who's listening to the podcast always remember that um safety always is a primary concern right so especially with uh pictures graphic content uh with audio content as well it's it's crucial that you reach out to a counselor because when you're in that phase it's hard to think uh, so objectively right then it's also important that you have a track of your passwords and your personal information so of i mean considering both the parties are breaking up you wouldn't want your passwords etc to be shared with them so ensure that as well then um often what we see is that when people especially are in 
long term relationships or uh, they have been together for a while they form like friends of friends and social circles that's like that's together so your partner's friends would become your friends so it's important that both of you would uh decide and sort of make a call upon would you be comfortable if you're talking to your ex-partners friends or family and also try and set a limit about the content of talking to them and what frequency would you like to talk to the friends of friends or maybe the relatives maybe the family and would you want would you be okay with them meeting your family your friends etc uh then it's also important that you regulate your contact with them so define your relationship there might not be a specific definition that you can provide yourself you might not be want to call like typically exes you do you might not want to be called like friends so it's okay if you subjectively also define your relationship and to what extent would you like to talk on what topics would you be comfortable talking how frequently would you want to talk how much control would you have on each other's lives and decide on uh, like uh, how much hold would uh, they have on maybe uh, the things that that there so this might all of this might take a lot of time to talk and figure out but it's crucial to decide all of those things because usually breakup isn't like black and white it's it's a lot of it is gray and it's not easy to identify these things right and then comes physical intimacy like i said a lot of this isn't black and white so would you be comfortable like if you meet would you be comfortable in um uh, being physically close being physically intimate or would you absolutely not be comfortable in doing so or would there be something that there's some sort of a level that you would be comfortable with then uh about internal boundaries you can set internal boundaries for yourself like uh make a schedule for your own self care and um have a couple of techniques for emotional regulation like journaling grounding techniques etc then often what comes with breaking up especially when you're having like a black and white breakup which is like a uh, no contact uh, is stalking so setting internal boundary for this as well i wouldn't say that don't stalk them at all because i don't want to make this sound idealistic but if you're stalking them create a boundary for yourself that till this point it's okay if i'm stalking them um apart from this one of the last things that i have to mention is that tell yourself ask yourself what are the takeaways or what is it that you would want to carry forward or take away from this relationship so yeah that's my last suggestion and i hope the suggestion that of shared with you all and you would sort of help you um go through this time that's really really hard for each of us thank you thank you sanya for this inspiring podcast i'm so happy and i hope that this podcast helps um people out there and if you wish to connect with further you can connect to me on instagram facebook youtube 
all just hope that our community of mental health grows larger and helps more people out there each day for sure thank you so much have a good day ahead all right thank you